on Facebook, Facebook, uh, something else, and it said YouTube. Uh, do you have the more option? Can you go live on there from your YouTube? I mean, can you go live uh, on through? I don't YouTube? have more. Doesn't you don't have more? Mm -mm. All right, I gotta figure out how to set that up. You have to go out in the beginning. Remember, it said you have to go out and set a setting that will allow you to. Well, once I'm now that now that I'm going live on Facebook, the only option under more is to stop the live. But before it gave me an option to go live three different places. You know what Got I'm saying? It. So I'm trying to figure out if we can still go, if we can go live. And Quick question, Nikki. Yes, ma'am. You got a mole on your chin? Yeah, I have a freckle. Oh, girl. That was a beautiful picture he drew of you. Oh, girl, look at you. I have one right here too. Can you see it? He's so observant. He caught every, captured every, every, every essence of you, queen. Look at you talking me up right now. You know you're making me have butterflies in my stomach. You better stop with that shit, girl. Over here yeah. trying to seduce me. I, I was talking about the picture that Juice drew of you. What? <laughs> See, I ain't the one to gossip. You ain't heard shit from me. <laughs> I didn't hear about this. This is new. Oh, so you didn't you didn't see the song either about you that he tagged? I did. I, I I saw. Yeah, I like. I I hit the emoji button. That's about. But ugh. did you see my emoji? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, sis, hey, <laughs> baby steps with that. Precious cargo, <laughs> handled with care. I got a new um I got a new technique mocha so you can't see me when I do what I do. You know what I'm saying? I just oh, like he this. said he's trying to tell you something. I just go like that. You know he's proud saying? of himself right now. Like he's proud of himself right now. Girl. He, was talking, he was talking hella shit. He was like, go on, put the chopsticks on. Go on with the palmers. Where's the palmers cocoa butter? Go ahead and put your palmers on. You, know, you ain't gonna see it no more. I'm just gonna either do do my little technique like that or I'm gonna just go off camera. Where's my coffee at? I need my coffee. So are you serious? There's a picture now? Girl, I got all the receipts. <laughs> uh, I, I, why did I even ask? Why did I even ask you that? Why? <laughs> you already know. I don't be like, I gotta keep receipts because I've already figured out that he knows how to delete shit. Remember, he deleted that one about the celibacy being, se celibacy being sexy that he had. Okay. I know what the fuck I saw. So from there on out, I knew to start receipt right anymore now it says recording so can you pause it on your end mocha not while you over there at the controls keys well i just i didn't know i thought you were able, able to i am on. i am but i think you've got the master control like if you pause everything's paused interesting don't do it is this on a private setting or something is that why we can't share it yeah, and I can't, and you can't take it off of prayer. Holy shit, oh he was god. fucking. Oh my god. Oh, god. Fuck you, standing, standing fucking ovation. <laughs> fuck that shit. Fuck that. That's awesome. I told you I thought I saw a move. I, <laughs> I thought I saw him breathe. Nigga. Oh shit. I thought I saw him breathe. I told you. I knew, Dude, I knew he that, did that. He made me stand up. I have to stop you right now. This shit just fucking happened. He made me stand up, right? I did a standing ovation. I dropped my little vape thing. And then I looked down to pick it up. It's the pendulum crystal. Ooh, oh my goodness. Missing. 
Uh, but it had everything attached to it. It had more to it. But and that's been found as a crystal. What I missed? It's it's been missing for it's weeks. That is wild. Oh, the pendulum. And, and there is nothing else around he, it that goes with it. He rose from a profile pic. He just rose from the dead. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, did you find I'm it? Trusted that shit. That's awesome. The pen, so the pendulum is found. Just the just yeah. the crystal. The rest of it's gone. Isn't that the, is that the most important part though? Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. hey. yeah, I walked past this spot today and it was not there. That's so funny. That's funny shit. <clears throat> that means everything came back in alignment. What's up, Chris? How's it going, buddy? What's up, dude? Thanks for the invite, man. Of course. Hey, Maureen, how you doing this evening? Not too bad. How are you? Here we go. You know me. I'm chilling. I ain't, I ain't. You know. I'm just here to do what I do when I do what I do. <laughs> Worry and Chris, thanks for thanks for coming. I appreciate both of you guys. No worries, Juice. Thank you all for joining us tonight. How the girls doing, Chris? Just tucked them in a little bit ago. They're they're down. It's all quiet and peaceful in my household, so I'm just chilling. That's what's up. What's a beautiful thing. Can you see me? My screen is blank. No, you just mm. your video just went off. It was on. Yeah. Earlier. I got no, no video. So. Yo no say. Yeah, no say. Creeping. Yeah. Um, hey, there we go. There you go. Um, yeah, you, how you look? Oh, that's a handsome gentleman right there. How you doing? How, how you doing? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Thanks for letting me come play. Hey, hey, we always like more teammates. All right, Mocha, do your thing. Is your, is, um, is Mouth Almighty jumping on the team, or is she jumping on here, or is she just gonna be popping her head that's in? That's not the shit? way you welcome guests, Keys. That's not the way you welcome guests. That's 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 a that's a that's a. I don't even want to ask who that is on, on live. We gonna have to ask that in, in the closing moments. That's a different. That's a distant family member. That didn't. That's not a guest. You know what I'm saying? Like right. she's she, she been peeping her head in here for a long time now. Where's Tanisha? I don't know. I'll, see, I'll reach out to her and see if she wants to get on. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how I could do that, but I don't know her. I can't. can't. You didn't friend request her? But I've got to figure out how to find the link because it took me a long time to find this link. Because I had to go back in my DMs. I got to save it somewhere. Let me see if I can. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to tag her in the live, tell her to jump on. Well, um, where is that, though? It's uh, as soon as you go into the conscious corner, that just, very first yeah. post. Um, extend, extend the post, and it's right there always. And I just the very first in, post. I just put it in a group too, so you know. Oh, that's that's better. Oh, is she in that group? No, I'm talking about to you. I didn't know. If oh, you feel you. Okay, got you. Okay, got you. Okay, on it. Where did Mocha go? She might be beating me to the punch. Can I eat some apple? You guys hear me chomping on it through my headset. Or, um, worst case scenario, just mute your mic. You know what I'm saying? That's all. I want to hear. I want to. I want to hear him eat the apple. You know, I want to hear the sound effects. It's natural. It's real. We're the realest talk show in America. Nature's I want to hear the realness. <laughs> <laughs> you, you like? I put that plug in there too, don't y'all? And the apple is a Chris. I think it's a honey crisp. Okay. Delicious red, a mm, little bit of yellow in there. Okay. Mm. <laughs> He's killing me, y'all. Ooh, yeah, that Ooh. sounds good. Mm. 
that. She says she says she's tired and she has to do some baking tonight. So I had I had to break down it. I I had to eat. I ate like twelve oranges. I, I can't food. handle twelve oranges. I cannot do that. Your poor stomach later. Right. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I needed that vitamin C. You know, my then body. He had, then he had fasted for two days and then broke his fast with a burger, a greasy ass burger. <laughs> I was so sick, Maureen. Like, I mean, you sick, sick. slacker. Oh man, I He's felt like, like a bum. All bomb. about self punishment, man. Like all about like, it. Like, like, uh, like I couldn't even hold it in. I said, so as soon as Nikki came on, I was like, let me, I, mean, I got a confession to make. Okay, <laughs> I got to get this off my chest. Yeah, it was all bad. It was all bad. I'm still not already 100, percent but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm like Michael Jordan uh, uh, playing in the finals with at, at the uh, with the temperature. I'm still gonna hit. I'm still gonna drop 40. Mm-hmm. I hear that bit. I hear that shit. <laughs> so what's up with this boxing? Is it postponed? Do you are you a boxer, Juice? Do you box or you just yeah. know? Yeah, I box. Okay. I'm not licensed, but I box. I just found out I know martial arts too. I knew Karma was gonna respond like that. I knew it was coming. <laughs> How the fuck did you just find out? You know I didn't know. I, I never studied it, but you know, I was in a position where I, I I was able to utilize the gifts, and I was like, damn. Yeah. You sure you wasn't just mimicking some shit you saw for? Um, I promise you. I promise you. Old movie we watched. What is that? Enemy uh, you wasn't watching my. Fucking- I don't remember. Barry I ain't seen Dragon Slash Dragon or some shit. I ain't seen that since since the nineties, late nineties. You know, twenty years ago. How you know, you know your, how you know your body just wasn't reacting to some shit, nigga. You know I don't. I, I don't know. I don't have the answers to it, sir. Maybe well, maybe you, you should call me later and, and, and uh, we can figure this out together. I'm definitely curious. Come on, <laughs> Galaxy A10E, change your name now. We waiting on you. Got your name all wrong. Who's that? Can't hear you now. Don't be yelling with your mic on. With your mic pole. Get out. I was telling her to change the name so we can get going. She's working on it. What is you working on? Because you're supposed to have done the intro 10 minutes ago. You know, we got white people present. We got to be punctual. Come on now. PP time, okay? Shoot. This, this is <laughs> a show about melanation. I miss such a super... Time. Go ahead, Maureen. White, white people can be late too. My family members, with the Ooh. exception of me, they're on late time. So white people can be late too. She it's says, so kill. A, there's a difference it. between late and CP time. See, CP time is that total disregard for any type of schedule. <laughs> it's not just casually late or walking in a few it's minutes. Like, and it's like, it's not disturb the group. It's almost a subconscious decision. Oh, they said be there four, so if I get there. When the, 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 the whole, like you're serving dessert, you know, they'll, they'll show up all late to the function and expect to get served the whole plate. Craziness. All right. Oh, this is gonna be fun tonight. Good evening, good evening. Welcome to another evening. Um, with us here at the Conscious Corner. We have a pretty full panel. Got a few guests here. Now, I always like to start with my guests. We have Chris joining us and um, Maureen. We have Bree also joining us on the guest panel side of things. We've got our regular core panelists here, Major Juice, Nikki, Keith, and I am his co-host, Mocha Wine. Tonight, we are going to dig into colorism. 
y'all ask what that is, huh? Well, it is a thing. And I don't know if you've ever experienced it, but it definitely is a thing. And it's the prejudice or discrimination against individuals within um, with a dark skin tone, typically among people of the same ethnic or racial group. So if you don't quite understand what that means, that means amongst um, all ethnic groups, there is, a, there is a definite prejudice amongst the complexion, based on the complexion. Like um, from what I understand, um, and I don't know, someone correct me if there's any Italians in here, but there is definitely a prejudice about the darker complected Italians that have the olive skin that kind of teeters them, make them look like they could be um, black. They have the thick curly hair, the coarse hair. Usually, you know, um, also within the the um, the Latin um, community, um, that ethnic group in itself, because there's so many different ethnic backgrounds. When we come to think about Spanish people, a lot of people don't know that I'm Latin born. I am of Latin descent. My father is Panamanian. I was born in Panama, and it people look at me and assume first things first. She's black, you know. Um, there's different Spanish cultures that look at, look at me kind of weird. And then they, oh, you speak Spanish? No, I don't. But you know, if I did, it would be like, oh, wow, surprise. They do that a lot with um, dark skin, um, Spanish speaking people, crazy, right? And then, you know, I always wondered about the, um, the white Caucasian community because there is definitely um, a need for them to seek sun and tanning beds and get darker and, you know, and then they look at the naturally pigmented white women or Caucasian women as ghosts or whatever the case may be. So I'm wondering what that is in, in that in that community, um, if we can get some insight on that. <coughs> definitely dig into this. Of course, you guys know I always like to go around Let's go around the panel. Everybody just give um, one, you know, two minutes, two, three minute brief um, description. If you have an understanding of what we're talking about tonight, if you have any questions about what we're talking about, if you, um, how you feel about this topic in general. Um, something just happened here. Yes, cut your screen off, Juice. You're sharing your screen, bro. You're sharing your screen. I don't know what the hell you're doing, but stop it. Thank you. Oh, we lost him. We'll be back. He lost me too. Just your video. Just I don't know why it keeps jumping off. You know who them goddamn iPhones are, bro. I know you got an iPhone. I know you got a fucking iPhone. Yeah. I do, but I'm on, I'm on my iPad. All right. Um. Anyhow, so <clears throat> we're gonna let Juice back in um, into this and. I don't know, like it's, it's, there is such a thing called being color struck. Um, there's one thing, there is one thing to have a preference, of course, um, but then there are people within, you know, ethnic groups that are color struck and they believe that the darker you are in as far as the pigment of your skin, um, 
there's something foul about it, which, you know, I never really understood. Like, you know, in comparison, when I think about actresses, I think Halle Berry casted much quicker than, you know, a Whoopi Goldberg or, um, uh, <laughs> or um, what's her name? Um, Lupita, or, you know what I mean? I think about, I think about the selection process and it is what might be considered, you know, I don't know what what drives what drives the selection process based on you know the complexion of someone's skin is it's kind of it's interesting to me like i said this is some this is a topic that's been brought up a couple of times we've even had a post um on our group about it and not really touched on it heavy and i think the 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 sad, the sad part of the matter is we got to talk about everything, whether it's something we feel uncomfortable about, whether we know about it or not. Like we said, we don't have all the answers here, but we're ready to dig in and explore and see what we can find out. So um, I always like to start with my guests. Um, Chris? Yeah. Would you like yeah. to add anything, introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you feel about this topic? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, familiar with it? Yeah. My name's Chris. Uh, I climb trees for a living, so I'm outside. I, it's a cool gig. I got to know Key through flying drones, and as Key will tell you, drones doesn't don't matter what color you are. It's a hobby that brings everybody together, all walks of life, and so it's really cool to, you know, uh, it's really easy for us to all get caught up in our bubble, like our, you know, our own echo chambers, our group that we just have surrounded ourselves with. And after meeting Key and some other people, I've just become more fascinated by the idea of exposing myself to other cultures because in a lot of ways, I'm really sheltered. I grew up, you know, uh, super conservative, two-parent household, uh, church every Sunday, and it, it was never an issue of like dislike for other races, genders, all that gender identities. It was just wasn't the world I was exposed to. Well, colorism, so, I'm, I'm sorry, just for clarification, colorism... Yeah. colorism is not um, races against each other, but it's in, not internal. racism. It, it is a definite prejudice or discrimination against um, people of your same, sure. of your own. Yeah, I think I know what you're saying. I Based think on the, the color of your skin, how dark your skin is. I have always noticed a stigma against very white skinned people, freckles and the red hair, you know, the whole, the whole ginger, gingivitis joke, whatever you want to call it. I, love I don't know. I don't know if that stems back from the Irish immigrants that came to New York in what the early 17, 1800s. My timeline's off. I apologize. But they were viewed as job takers and, uh, and immigrants and whatnot. So I wonder if because they because they were different and they were coming and working for a much lower wage and they were filling these gaps that needed to be filled, I wonder if we are still seeing some echoes of that because it is in, in terms of Caucasian people, it is definitely the, the the bright white people, red hair, freckles that are considered probably the least attractive in terms of Hollywood standards. And I think that's where a lot of it goes to as well. And I don't know if it's just because of immigration back in the day, but whatever you platform is what the masses are going to find acceptable, beautiful. And Hollywood has consistently platformed, you know, olive skin to fair skinned men, women, straight hair, mm -hmm. uh, Queens English for lack of better words. And I think so many people see that and that's ingrained in them like that's what's beautiful that's the dolls i had that's the toys the gi joes i played with whatever 
And I think, unfortunately, until we see media, well, media has gotten a lot better, but I, until we see better representation, I think we're going to still find groups in our own racial identities that will be viewed as less attractive. And really, it's all about money. It's less, less profitable, I think. So people platform what they can sell. And it's kind of a, a vicious circle of what people are attracted to and what they can sell. And I think Hollywood's probably the biggest culprit in terms of creating beauty stereotypes within a spe specific ethnic group. And I don't know, I haven't really thought about it. I thought a lot about races viewing other races, but not, I'll be honest, this is a, kind of a new thought for me. I've never considered looking at uh, people in my own race and how they would be different in, you know. That was good. <clears throat> yeah, thank you for that perspective, Chris. Definitely, definitely. Would you have anything to include, Maureen? What is your perspective on things? So he, Chris said it very well, but I've been stereotyped for being called Casper because I was, I am fair skinned and naturally I am a ginger, but I did outgrow my obvious orange hair. Uh, as a kid, I was teased for being a soul sucker because I was a ginger. That's apparently an attribute of gingers. So uh, yeah, I got, I got the, the butt end of being teased for my fair skin, freckles, and red hair. Okay, okay. I didn't, and, and yeah, I, um, I guess in movies, I would see, you know, gingers being picked on every once in a while, but I didn't know it was the same difference as, you know, other races or things because, <clears throat> you know, I know this is a podcast about colorism, and I know that, you know, typically, you know, I, I would be what we were talking about, but I don't believe that, you know, I am light skin, you know, and, but I don't have any of the light skin attributes, you know, I, I've always considered myself <laughs> a dark skin, light skin, you know what I'm saying? I don't have good hair. I don't have light eyes. I got full lips like a dark skin does, you know what I'm saying? I have a full nose like a dark skin does. So I don't have any other attributes that society deems that, that necessarily go along with being light-skinned. You know what I'm saying? I've been skinny my whole life. So I've been picked on my whole life by my own kind, my own kind. And I've never done it the other way around because I knew this was how I was born and I knew that was how you was born. And at the end of the day, there was absolutely nothing we could do about it. Right. So there was really no exactly. reason for me to call you out on it. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't fucking understand it you know what i'm saying like i never ever looked at myself as a light-skinned black i fucking looked at myself as black i get treated the same way by anybody who mm -hmm. does not like black people i don't get it a little bit easier because i'm light-skinned you know mm -hmm. if anything i get it worse because they assume that i've intermingled with their race and that infuriates them even more you know so i've always got asked what are your parents you know and i say black and they're like all the way black? I'm like, yes, all the way fucking black. And the truth of the matter is that a black woman is the only woman that can have a child of any shape. Mm -hmm. That part. We can give birth to a white baby and every right. shade in between to black. You will have a family of kids born from the same parents and there'll be different shades because the black woman is the only woman that is able to create different shades of, of the color that we are. 
and the people how do you think that works though like because my mom is white and she created me and i'm a shade of not white because my father right. and you're because of your father but i'm talking about two black people together their kids can be several different shades of black you know what i mean their pigment can be several different shades of black and you know it's like it, it is there is a thing i mean there used to be when they say it light skin guys were in or light-skinned girls were in or dark skins were in you know there was a time when morris chestnut and the tyree gibsons and all that was you know the thing the dark skins and then there was a time when it was the light skins shamar moore you know what i mean take me to whatever like it's like a phase to me it's a phase of what is is preferred at that time I think it's just like Chris said, it's the powers that be is what is what gender they is what agenda they push, you know, it's what because we mm -hmm. as black people too. know that, you know, what I'm saying when it comes to our oppressors, it doesn't matter what shade you are. It doesn't matter what shade you are. You know what I'm saying? And the oppressors don't even care about shade anymore. They care about economics they care yeah. about which what you know what i'm saying what what um financial background you come from so if you happen yeah. to fall in that financial background your color don't matter even more you know right. just a casualty you know juice uh, let's say you i'm i i have such a um totally different opinion on the whole topic to be honest um like my my view is like we were, we all came from the same spirit. So like, I don't see no difference, um, but I do have experiences about being hated on for my skin complexion and, and the color of my eyes. So it's like, I'm, to be honest, and we're gonna be real because it's the conscious corner, we're not gonna hold no corners. Um, I wasn't um, black enough for the niggas and I wasn't, and, and I was a nigga to the white people sometimes. So it's like, I'm by my, I'm, I, I, to be honest, I was isolated. No niggas like me, you know what I'm saying? They don't like this. They don't like, dark niggas don't like this a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? It's not my fault, you know, cause I love everybody, you know? Um, and then they swear like, oh, you're mixed cause you got green eyes. Like you know, not knowing that my, that my mom and my father is both darker than keys. Um, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's, it's everybody, is judgmental about are you this are you that are you with us are you are aren't aren't you um and i, I believe in a word so i believe when, when when god um dispersed that you know we thought we were too smart for our own good and we tried to build a tower to god and he disassembled the tower and then he dispersed everybody and changed the cultures and the languages this was a curse we all were the same. We didn't even see no races. We didn't want no, we want no uh, this culture and that culture. We were just one. And all these titles, and it's always back to the very first show, titles and labels. All these titles and labels uh, diminishes what we are in each other. And that's limitless. You know what I'm saying? So it's about spirit. I see everybody the same spirit. I, I don't see that Keys is, uh, uh, you know, a darker brother or Nikki is a, um, a, a, a beautiful bronze sister or Chris as a strong, um, uh, um, gentle, um, lighter spirit or, you know, Maureen, you know, saying is from, from a different culture, Canada, represent Canada and has her, you know, a, a whole different type of beautiful spirit in herself. 
mocha, you know, you know, you, you know, sister wine, you know, you know, you got your own flavor, you know what I'm saying? So we're different individuals in spirit, but at the same time, we are all interlinked. If we just change the focus of what we're thinking about and just link with everybody in spirit, it, it, it wouldn't be no, hey, I, I should not have to be, you know, you always get emotional and, and ready to go. You stay on go with these, these topics, Juice. You know I do. But I know we, we like to take two to three minutes, let everybody just get their little breath out, you know, mm-hmm. um, their thought out, their thought pattern out. That's, what, that's why I wanted to go last. We Oh, I'm sorry. We weren't going to do that. No, you. I'm good, though. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I, 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 I got are, the point across. Mocha has already figured out how I do this, okay? Because, because just for the simple fact that I know who's going to work with me and be on the same page as far as reining it back in. So we're not mm-hmm. going to pitch blast. That's not going to happen. I know. Bree, Bree, welcome to Conscious Corner. We do this two to three minutes. We're not going to go in depth yet, but we're going to, of course, allow you to speak, give your feel about this subject your understanding of colorism and what's your take let's go on conscious corner three i'm gonna freestyle with mine just a little bit because mike is very very deep and is still actually going i do my case study on this on a day-to-day basis um i've had a bad experience with colorism actually and i do apologize if i speak in this topic with a little bit of spikiness or less articulate than others so I apologize ahead of that time. So, Mike, um, cut it back on. Cut it back on. Mike, check one two. Like dancing around it here, because I feel like we're dancing around the topic here, and we can all agree to want to embrace each other, but we have to psychologically tap into what we see physically on the outer appearance before you actually get to know somebody on the inner and the spiritual side of it. I feel like colorism is led by one, sexism, uh, overly sexualizing your preference and what you like on the outer side of appearance when meeting somebody before you actually tap into that person's spirit or their personality. That's my two to three. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. So Nikki, darling Nikki, let's hear your your take on this. I know you came in a minute questioning, you know, the fact of your mother and, and your complexion. And is your father black? Yes. Okay. So um, we're going to credit And we're mutts. Like my father has native venom and black. And then my mom's got like all the, all the European countries like mixed into a blender and my mom. So... We got all kinds of stuff in us. Mm-hmm. I'm a mutt. And, um, my only experience that I recall was my grandfather told me a story when I was like a year and a half old or something. And he had me in a grocery cart in Safeway and some old farmer friends. He was on my mom's side. So he was the white grandpa. Um, some of his old farmer friends bumped into him and were like, something about like, who's this little colored baby you're carrying around to my grandfather. And he was like, this is my granddaughter and said whatever piece he said to him about their disrespect. And they came back at him. What I remember about the story is they came back with him and basically clapped back and said something like, I'm, you know, I'm really sorry that your daughter slept with a nigger. 
And it's like, man, damn, that's deep, dude. Like for real, like you're gonna come at my grandfather like that. So shame on you, person. You're probably passed away, but I'm sure you're coming back and hope you're a dung beetle. Um, (laughs) And then another situation that happened to me, I was eight years old and my mom took me, I had hair that was down to my butt and I was getting ready to go to a summer church camp And my mom took me to um, a colored beauty shop because back then you couldn't, you know, you could only, you could only go to like black women to get black hair done back then. It was not a norm for white people to know how to handle our hair. And um, so my mom, to make sure my handle, my hair was handled properly, took me to this beautician in Coolidge who has a lot of family there with me. So shame on you too, as I'm speaking on behalf of my eight-year-old self. Mm-hmm. This bitch had the nerve to chop <laughs> my hair off. We're talking 24 inches because she told my mom right. that if she didn't do that, I would come back with a rat's nest and it would have to get cut off anyways. And she told my mom, my mom asked, what about braiding it? And she told my mom an astronomical price that was unrealistic for the service because my mom did not know better. And so my mom, out of fear of my hair getting jacked up because she knew experientially every morning what it took to comb and braid my hair, said, go ahead and cut it because I really wanted to go to camp. And that bitch cut all my hair off. Can you believe that? I I was eight years old and she did that out of straight jealousy. That was a a low move. Other than that, I've never really dealt with anything. You know, I I can can second what Ju says. I wasn't black enough for the black people and I was a nigga to the white people. So I get it. I never personally had an issue with color or saw color because I was still trying to figure out my color. So I didn't even have time to figure out everybody else's color and their position with color because I was still trying to figure out my position. I always felt alone, you know what I'm saying? Always, I always was a loner, you know, to, to this day, you know what I'm saying? I just, my views are just different, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of people don't don't buy with it, but I got to stay my truth and stay with, stay, with, stay with what I hear and what I know, you know? I, gotta shout out. I just I felt a, alone. I, I did have friends. I mean, I'm not going to say it was all bad. I had really good friends of all different oh. races. All different colors. I no, no, that's say, not what, no. Yeah. I'm not saying you're saying that. I'm, I'm just saying. saying I didn't shout them out. Like, hey, to all of my friends out there, you know, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for not seeing me I mean, for my color. I appreciate it. I think anybody that I've come come across, if they didn't do anything to me, they're still good. We're still good. You know what I'm saying? Like anybody that I, because it's genuine. It's always genuine. And if they're genuine back, I just came from a place where it's, it's all gravy though. Michigan, you know, the, the city I grew up in, Lansing, Everybody's all great with everybody. I can't. I had a culture shock when I came to Arizona and, and realized that cultures don't really like other cultures. And that was like a that was like a shock to me. And I'm 30. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, wait, wait, wait. The Native Americans don't buy with 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 the brothers. Neither do the Mexicans. Like we all like this up there. All, all races. My favorite. Okay, I have four best friends. My white best friend, Matt Ganser, my Asian best friend, Tim Tran, my uh, black best friend, Big Chris, and my, my Mexican best friend, Andalacia Rivera. I'm black and I got like 6% black for, uh, native. So I was, the, I was the, the black and the Indian, you know, but we had a whole different diverse culture. And that's how, I, so growing up, 
I'm thinking everybody is experiencing the same thing. And it, and, and I was shocked when it's not, but I, I hop off just to stay in that three minute realm unless somebody else take the mic. Like, and, and for me, <clears throat> I think the most disturbing experience I had with colorism was from, it was, this is weird. Okay, so my son, I am Panamanian and Jamaican. My son is Panamanian Jamaican for me, Puerto Rican and Creole, whatever from his mm -hmm. father's side, right? When my son was born, he was born as fair as they come, whiter than white with these gray looking cat eyes. Like he, wow. didn't, he didn't look like me. And I remember the nurse because she was also Jamaican and her verbiage really struck me as, as her being a nurse and being professional. Um, she said to me, um, every time I passed her in the hallway with my son, this your picnic? No, the stork delivered this little, this little baby. This is, I gave birth to him. I'm here, I just gave birth to him. Yes, this is my son. And every time she saw me, she would ask me, what is he mixed with? And I'm like, he's black. Like, what do you mean? What is he mixed with? And I'm telling her, you know, I'm Panamanian and Jamaican. My, his father is, is um, Creole and Puerto Rican. Like what? And just because he was so fair with those cat eyes, you know, she looked at him and looked at me kind of different. She was trying to figure out what, what man I had laid up to make this this little kitty cat. You know what I mean? She wanted to know. And it it was the way she, she handled me. And I told her, you asked me one more time if this is my son, it's gonna be a problem in here. Cause I just felt like she was expecting him to be another shade of black. You know what I mean? But most babies are born out of water. Like, come on, they're pale when they first come out. They take time to come into their complexion. Yeah. I didn't know right. that. Yeah. Neither did I. Cool. And all, and, all, and, all African American babies are not born their complexion around really? their yeah. ear, around the rim of their ear is their true complexion that they will turn. And over a course of time, it takes over a course of time for their pigment to set in and their natural color come out. Yeah, my son was great and pink. My babies look like Indians when they were born. All mm -hmm. of them. All of them were white with sleek hair. And um, females, nine times out of 10, always turn back to their color, no matter what, what tan they get over the summer. And males will get darker over, over time. Really? And yes. This is, I was lighter than this as a kid. Like, I, was, yeah. I was like, I, if, yeah, you me at, too. If, you, if you see my feet, guys, you see my real color. You know what I'm saying? Like my feet are pale. You know what I'm saying? Like this is from, 45 years of sun, you know what I'm saying? But the woman has a gift of always returning back to her natural shade. You know what I'm saying? Like you will, you can look at a female, a black female's picture. She's always going to be the same shade. You know what I'm saying? Like her summer, she'll, she'll have a summer picture, but <laughs> all her fall pictures will be the same exact shade. And that's it's, me it's an like amazing gift. this time of the year, I, cause I have faith to my, my complexion because of my background. So I have a yellow undertone and right now I'm creeping into the yellow undertone of my complexion. In the summer, it's a red undertone. So that's when I start getting real dark, 
you know, mocha. And so my skin can go different ways. Like if you look through my profile pictures, you will see every shade of me. That Those are all me. There's, those are no filters. That's just how my complexion fades in and out. Um, but he's right about men. They, they tend to, once they get darker, that's it. There's no going back for them. <laughs> yeah, but um, so let's start here and say that um, we don't have to go religious and we don't have to do anything. We can just go from a basic artistic perspective. You know what I'm saying? Just straight up crayons in a box, <laughs> you know? If we did stem from one another, we would automatically have to say that we all stem from a dark source, you know? That just naturally makes Africa. sense. Yes, that's that's where we, you know what I'm saying? That's where they have determined life has come from. So, you know what I'm saying? So Egypt, we can put exactly. there. But um or Komet is the K KMT. So we have to get over, and I believe that this next coming generation is going to start to eradicate a lot of these old ways just because they weren't born into them at like we, we were indoctrinated into a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like every day, every day, every day, every day. They don't they don't they don't live that kind of life. They have a very, very diverse life. They can see things, you know what I'm saying, on the internet and they can experience them in real life. And, you know, so well, they'll, they'll be the generation that's gonna figure this out, you know what I'm saying? Because the old people are dying. Trump's and Trump's their generation are on the verge of being extinct. But no. they've already figured it out. It's already been put out in public, but people are not digesting the information. They're just pushing it, scrolling past it as another conspiracy theory. And it's really not. It's scientifically proven and data backing that there's one, there's only one gene within the DNA strand that fully Caucasian, like fully Caucasian people, there's this one gene that they have that you cannot source the origin of this gene and that's that bloodline that people are talking about and really? yeah but it literally has been scientifically found in a pure blood let's call it what it is a pure blood that everyone European. else but that bloodline has mm -hmm. that one gene that cannot be sourced so that's that's not a religious thing. That's a, where did that gene come from? At what point right. was it injected into the DNA system and why? Yeah. Well, it could have, it could have been a, it could have been a genetic mutation as we moved further north from the equator and you don't get as much sunlight. That's my theory anyways, is that at some point in time, a genetic mutation happened where it changed, you know, that skin tone. Yeah, I've read that. I've read that too, and that, that is true. It is absolutely true that you get lighter the farther north you get because you because of the elements. But even like let's say like um, even far far north where it's like Denmark area and all that, even they still have other genes where there's just one that well they still don't have like that one gene that the pure blood has. But yeah, I definitely see the genetic mutation part. For sure. Yeah, because once you separate, you know, and you don't like even if you want to look at it like a maybe Pangea for say, you know, you try you travel and the lands isolate, you know, there's no reason to, there was no reason to travel back then unless you needed to for seeking for something survival. 
Yeah, for survival, survival purposes. <laughs> Other than that, you stayed the fuck put. <laughs> or, 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 or to expand your land, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Go, you know, go out, plot, okay, we need more farmland or we need, you know, we need to build a shed or something right here, you know, so you go scout and you and you conquer it, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> before anybody conquered it. Yeah, but I just know that, you know, this, this too will pass with time just because... <laughs> It, it was it was taught, you know, and and like I said, this is one of the first generations that are they're teaching themselves, goddamn near, you know, like they have right. so many sources of technology, and and there's so many answers out there because there is no wrong answer to certain things, you know. So, and and they're just a they're they're a freer spirit than we ever were, you know. They're, <laughs> right. You, you got you got the youth, you know, already knowing what they are, you know. what I'm saying as far as maybe sexually because they can feel it they can feel that like i'm not attracted to that i just know i'm not i can't explain it but i'm not you know the person who did the tattoo on my back you know what i'm saying she was gay and she said she knew she, in, in in kindergarten and she you know what i'm saying she, she was you know what i'm saying different she was attracted to her teachers you know and i was like oh that's interesting so, i mean but that woman that not, necessi- it works from Go Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Chris. You're the guest. Go I ahead, see, bro. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, the woman that works for me is queer, and you got to become some of the best friends ever, just because you spend five days a week with someone. You're gonna talk, and you have hard talks and fun talks and everything in between. She said the same thing. It's just like it's not something you choose. It's just ingrained. It's in your genetics, in your identity, who you are as a person. Just great, you know, crazy to think about. It's just that the, the world we were born into shuns it. So you, you turn inward, you know what I'm saying? And like I said, we, we had a, a sidebar about this another time that like, yo, when you know in your heart of hearts that your surrounding doesn't like what you truly are, how the fuck can you <laughs> comfortably be that, you know? When your father's, you know what I'm saying, talking bad about him every time you see one on TV or your brothers want to beat him up or whatever the circumstances are. These are realistic circumstances. So you can't be yourself. You know what I'm saying? Is that the black story? Is that how you've all felt ever since you were young, that you grew up in a world that did not like you and was not made for you? Is that a common theme in the black community? I will, yeah, it's a it's a reality, but we don't all live it. You know what I'm saying? Because I had a lot of white friends and like like you, Chris, you know what I'm saying? I, I grew up in a very diverse background, but. Oh, so I think we're getting away from the actual topic of this show. And I keep staring it back and being clear that this isn't about, you know, how you treat people of a different race. It's how people, people. are treated amongst people of their same ethnic group. This is about colorism, not racism. This is not we all get along. This is about people of the same ethnic background not accepting or thinking that the darker your skin is, the the worse you are. You're you're not you're not equal. So tap 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 in. Okay. Because I try to let everybody have their little, you know what I mean? But I just feel like the same way we branching off topic. And I understand it's a topic that people, we dance around because some people are sensitive or whatever the matter is. Very sensitive topic. But for me, again, I'm trying to get to the nitty gritty. I guess it would be a little bit more defined if we would tap in and address some of the known cliche about light and dark. Let's just chop it up. 
Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Address what the Willie Lynch letter, all that, because those cliches, they still are current here in 2020. When you meet a woman, we could go ahead and tap in, I guess, as far as like a relationship wise or intimate, you communicating or gravitating to human beings as a whole. We don't know each other. I haven't spoken to you. You know what I mean? We haven't had a conversation. You happen to just boom on the regular streets. It's oh, something I'm attracted to based off of what? The outer appearance. Well, I have a personal, a personal, mind you, a personal problem with is women and men cannot continue to say, I cannot find a soulmate if you are continuing to base your selection off of the outer appearance. What is more burlesque? Her hair's too kinky. She's not dark enough. She's not light enough. She's not thick enough. Like you are, your preference is going to end up being your hindrance. Right. And see, colorism is being stemmed from your sexual preference. And it's, mm. it's got to stop. How do you say you're going to find a soulmate when you continue to say, oh, I don't date dark skin women? I've seen the I've seen the post. Um, I believe it was on Wendy's page, um, where this guy said that all light skinned women are evil, like, and that is not the case. That is not the case. There is dark skinned women that snap off and do stupid stupid shit and become evil. If if is 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 not the shade of the skin that makes you do something stupid. You know what I mean. So. For, for that person to say that, I'm like, that was shallow, you know, yeah. and that was an example of colorism where this black man feels like light-skinned women are evil. So he's probably one of those men that won't date light-skinned women because he has his own preconceived exactly. notion about Based off of light-skinned women being evil. Right. True. Right. So, do you think that's a purity issue, whereas just like in the white community, you would find mm-hmm. black people who want to be so loyal to their to Africa, to their tribe, that they wouldn't want to mix their bloodline? It's oh. a parent issue because I've watched my son's taste. I've watched his taste evolve. There was a time where he was um, repelled by dark skinned women because he was repelled because he was they the experiences that he personally had were. Um, crazy intense that he did not feel capable of dealing with. So he didn't want to put himself in those types of situations based off of what he saw those situations Mm. looking like. So, um, but then I started to see that I was that crazy black mom. Oh, oh, that's why it resonates with him because he can feel what that black crazy feels like when I went there and he did not want anything to do with that. So then I started to see how his taste was changing as I was growing, expanding and evolving. And now he was becoming softer to women that looked more like young girls that looked more like how I look, but also spoke how I spoke. Because as he was honoring and respecting who I was more and more, that's what he was looking for in his mate. And that's what he's currently looking for in his mate. The, he's look, I can watch him. He is looking for someone to make him feel like I make him feel every day. And so are girls. So, or, the, or they're doing the opposite. 
like how my son was. Like if I was crazy black, he didn't want crazy black because he didn't like that feeling. <laughs> so whatever the parent is making that child feel like, they are going to attract or repel to whatever looks and feels like that. That's deep. Okay, I like that. And you know yeah. what? She's not, she's not lying because my son, he, he said it. My daughter has him recorded where he made that same comment. He likes light skins and Mexicans. And we were like, what? He goes, because dark-skinned girls are crazy and they talk too much. And we had to check him about it. Like, how does he run across a light-skinned, mouthy girl? You just haven't met her yet. You just have yeah. not met her yet. The Whoa. hell do you mean you want light-skinned or Mexicans only? Your mother is a dark-skinned woman. You got messed up. You should want somebody that resembles your mother. You know what I mean? Yes, but like, like I, you ever hear that thing? She can't use your comb. Don't bring her home. They can't use your toothbrush. Don't bring them home. Dang. And, to, and to piggyback off of what Bree said, um, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, we're going to go there. Let's go there. Um, this was ancestrally taught. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, you know. Yeah, go there. It, go there. It just goes simple story is where when we were all slaves, you know, and the masters would fuck the slaves and they would have offspring, they would show favoritism to them. So, uh, you know, a lot of times those light skinned blacks would make it to the house or yeah. they would do it intentionally where they would break them up and they would put us against each other. And it had, and we didn't do this. We had nothing to do with this, but animosity brewed because we were all slaves, but we were getting treated different. differently. Light skin mm -hmm. were getting treated good, better because <laughs> we were all slaves and the blacks were out in in the fields and in a house and working and getting and that's you know and that's where the term came from a house nigga and a porch mm -hmm. nigga exactly See, okay, so, house so, nigga that's house. Would, so that's what i would be called chris i would be called a house right nigga. i don't give a good guy there i'm like own people I, I would, i'll be right nigga. in the house you feel me? Yeah. Like, so, yeah. like, <laughs> or you could be the porch monkey yeah exactly it started there and then you have the Willie Lynch um, letter where he devised a way to keep slavery going without chains. And that's to put the young against the old, the dark skin against the light skin, and so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's really deep. It's, it's, it's mental slavery. You feel me? I can't work with Bree because I don't like dark-skinned chicks. You know what I'm saying? And I have no clue why I don't like dark-skinned chicks. It's it's just, it's it's pieces of it trickled down in genetic code. Like I said, it's always like the Hatfield and McCoys. Some, like I said, I, I'll teach my son something negative and he'll either take it in or repel it. But if he takes it in, he's gonna teach it. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And, if, and and it's just a chain. And it's, and it's a high chance it's gonna get that seed is going to get planted because we do it early. We indoctrinate them early. You feel me? Just like racism. You feel me? They don't know no better. They believe and that's, and that's us. What Tanisha said, one of our viewers in the Facebook Live, she said, colorism is a result of racism. It's racism mm -hmm. and prejudice and discrimination amongst your own. I'm a disagree only because this one thing. We're not even going to speak in reference to a relationship. Your sexual preference and what you see on the outside is just what we're attracted to. We know that. We can move it to email. Why?
what I said earlier during my introduction, I have never had a positive experience with meeting a fair-skinned female that I could call my real friend. It was always a competition or tight-spirited, you know, energy that I didn't care for because I always felt like any light-skinned female that came around me had to overshun me. You feel me? Like it was always a, a, a competition. And I didn't like that spirit as where I would meet other dark-skinned females and we would click like nothing. I don't have to feel threatened or like you trying to overpower me or you're be like a I'm better than spirit. So I, I, I always have to speak out of that experience because to this day, I, I still see myself and I'm just like, I meet light-skinned women and it's always an air like I'm better than you. So I don't- I'm, no, I got your back on that because I remember, and I still have very good friends that are darker than me, but I remember the beginning of our friendships were very awkward and I had to be very pointed and intentional to let them know I am not that bougie bitch. Like it took some work to gain their trust that I was at their level and I was authentic. Until I proved myself a little bit, you know, I didn't sound like them, but I, 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 I thought and spoke like them. So once they knew that, we're, we were good. But I, I can tell you, yeah, what you're feeling that's is, not, really, really that's is legit. He can say like, hey, you guys got to prove yourself. Because I know that, that that little piece of verbiage that you just said is like, I had to prove myself. Where it's not to say like, yeah, you guys got to make sure that you're on our side. But in a sense, y'all have to know the history of how darker skinned females are treated. Like, okay, you guys mm -hmm. are looked at as the better slave or the better you know what I mean the lighter the better but in a sense you have to say hey girl like hey I'm, I'm not with all that you know what I mean at, right. almost as a peace offering it's not something yeah. that's like detrimental but to offer and say hey I'm not against you I'm with you yeah well um I, I, before I was going to blurb out that's a female thing, but <laughs> no, 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 I know. It's not, you know it, but, but you know I have, how but I have, in on light no, skin. Yeah, I have, you been, know how they go in on the yellow. Yeah, yeah, I have, like I said, I've experienced it too, but like I said, that was just a, a minute thought, you feel me, as you were speaking, I was like, interesting, I was like, because I was thinking like, I got, I got um, male friends of all shades, but I had to think deeper and I was like, yes, but I have all had a lot of problem with dark skinned dudes. You feel me? Thinking already, you were soft. Already, or already perceiving me as something that I'm not. Cocky instantly. And shit. Instantly. Yep. And I and I and once again, from the start of this, I never thought I was attractive. Ever. Even though I was light skinned because I didn't have any of the features. I didn't have, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't no motherfucking um. Chico DeBarge or fucking Albie Shore. I wasn't none of them niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have none of them features. And you were a kid too, so you're probably looking awkward as hell. Not fully about? grown into yourself. <laughs> Big ass <laughs> pink lips on a light skin. <laughs> 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 talking about a fucking ugly duckling. So I feel you, Bree. I definitely feel you because, like I said, I'm like, damn, I ain't even do nothing to you, bro. Like, I'm coming in peace. So. I would say it was the other way from on the male side. You feel me? I would say that the the dark skinned males were the aggressor 
to the light skins. You know what I'm saying? Because I always came in peace. I never fucking was that cocky. I'm light skinned. Because like I, I said, like I, had to be. I fucking thought this was a curse. Keys, I'm with you. you. Me? I wanted I to be black. Yeah. I wanted to be darker, man. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody else was in my family was dark. I was the black yeah. shit. That shit fucking hurt for me to be light skinned. <laughs> no, no. That's, it, that's it, real it talk. I that shit hurt. So I was so I did everything to fucking be black. Just to fit. It's like we had to do double the work. We had to do double the work. You know what I'm saying? So you know what I'm saying? I feel it, it hit right here. I feel keys. We had to do double the work. Every time we was around our darker cousins or whatnot, you know what I'm saying? And we, we walk up, you can see us from a mile away. I don't look like my family. So it, that shit is hitting home. You know what I'm saying? So I gotta be extra nice. I gotta be extra caring. I gotta be extra sensitive and I gotta walk on eggshells around my own family. But I think it's also important right now, too, that we acknowledge and recognize the pain that just came out of Keith. Because at first, first, I didn't even catch that this was what was happening. It took me listening, like, damn, this is pain welling up. And so I want to make sure people heard I apologize for laughing. I apologize for laughing. I was just sitting here laughing because I thought he was being funny for a minute. So did I. And I looked at him and I said, he's crying. And she's like, no. I said, yes, he is. I heard it in his tone. It hit me in my heart. I went there with him. So if you could repeat. That's the effect of colorism. You see what I mean? Yeah, that part. You right, Mocha. Or even equal then. So damn, that's tough. That's sad to say. 
that's self-hate right there. If that ain't it, I'm sorry on everyone's behalf that has done that to you because that's fucked up because I can see that you are a beautiful person with a beautiful soul who's probably a wonderful friend of people, a great sister, a great daughter. It's going to, if you're not already a great mother, so and if people don't want to take the time to get to know you, then that's sucks. Let's ask a hypothetical question. This is general, right? Okay. So say one of the Black Lives Matter, or we have another Black Lives Matter case, right? Black male. And his personal life, because we all like to say, what does his personal background have to do with him being shot, right? Same since this random Black dude. In his personal life, he said, oh, I don't even fuck with Black women like that. And on the back end, he gets shot down. Bam, another Black Lives Matter man. Us as Black women, right, as our dudes, as our us as Black female, we have to upload and uplift this Black man who's just been shot down. But in all actuality, and behind his personal life, behind closed doors, he does not even, quote unquote, fuck with Black women. So why am I out here, why am I as a Black woman out here picket fencing and, and, and uproaring and being this angry black woman for a black man who don't even fuck with black women. That can, is the right question to be asking yourself. Can, can Absolutely. I, Everybody can I, should be asking themselves that, hold on, Major, okay. wait. Everybody should be asking before they go out and protest an issue why they are doing it. It's not, they should know the answer. Do you know what I'm saying? You, if you don't stand behind it, don't stand behind it. Black women as a whole. That's a protest uh, in, in itself. Just respecting a black man. It doesn't have to be physically you going out in the street. We're, that's just a, a, an example, like a cliche. Mm -hmm. I mean, why am I uplifting black men in this form and fighting for you spiritually, voice of opinion, posting you? You know what I mean? Making sure that you're safe. And behind closed doors, some of these black men have this preference that they don't even fuck with black women. You're, um, that is a very good question. Black can, I, I'm, can I ask you the question? I'm gonna ask you the question because I'm gonna be honest. I was one of those men, you know. So I, I, I can tell you by experience why I felt that way and why I, don't, I no longer feel that way. Um, I, it was by ignorance. I was in a long relationship 16 years with 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 a um a dark-skinned female and it didn't work out and it was painful so i misassociated the color of her skin with the relationship when it was it's the energy you know so i i i, I can remember me saying that statement that you said i don't fuck with black women i've said that ignorantly um to probably a homie or two um without really knowing what i'm saying um, but now that you know now that i'm more aware of my words and what i speak i'm like yeah i was fucked up when i said that um, it wasn't, I, I can't associate one bad experience or two or three for the whole race or the whole um, culture. Um, it's ignorance. Um, it, you know, so I apologize on behalf of all, all men who, who said that out of ignorance and not knowing exactly what it is and how they were affecting, um, you know, our sisters. Because at the end of the day, we're supposed to empower everybody. We're supposed to lift everybody up. And if, that, if those words cut y'all that deep, I feel I feel your pain, and if you know, and it cuts deep, and, and and you're right. You have you have every reason to feel that way because us as kings are supposed to lift y'all up, and that cuts. And it, and we got to do better, fellas. If y'all listen to this, we got to do better and lifting them up. Whether we it's not about trying to just smash or something like that. These we got to connect and build everybody up, 
And we got to be careful of what we say. We all need to be more aware of the words that come out of our mouth because we don't know who we are cutting with them. And, and I'm going to hop off. I, I, I try to be in that spirit of regardless of my sexual preference, if you're on the street, you feel me, bro, flat tire and shit like that, dark skin, light skin, I'll just pull over. He ain't my sexual preference, but because I love him and he's my brother, and you know what I mean, black people, it, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't matter. You have to have that same energy. That's lukewarm energy for you to be like, I don't fuck with black women. Well, we gonna leave you on the side of the street. We see you black man, cause you don't even fuck with us. Go ahead and wait for Esmeralda, cause that's your sexual preference. You mm -hmm. have to have that same energy across the board. Cause you gonna need me. I'm gonna need you. You're right. Yes, like, I'm like, no, I'm go I, 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 I changed up. Hold on, Major, Keys had a point. Go ahead. I'm gonna go and say, um, you know what I'm saying? Everybody got their own story. You feel me? And everybody have come to their conclusion in some form or fashion. You know what I'm saying? So without knowing his story, I won't talk about him indirectly, but I will talk about our cause. That's that's the reason why you stand together because that's no different than me saying like, oh, I don't hear from my, well, no, nah, I won't. This is not a direct um, metaphor, but I don't, I don't, if my cousins don't call me, I don't call them. No, that's we just gonna we just gonna continue to to break up and not be family and and do that generationally. So yes, he may not fuck with black women, but he is black, and what happened to him was injustice. So that's what we're fighting. We're fighting the injustice. We're not fighting his history. We're not fighting what his background is. We're not fighting was he a criminal or not. Mm -hmm. We have to focus on the cause. We all got a background. Thank if y'all get to know, saying. if y'all get to know me. Y'all ain't gonna like me. I promise you that. I promise you that. I promise you. You're like, right. oh no. Nah, I still you. like you. I'm gonna fuck with you the yes, long way. Yes, I don't care. But it's rare. It's rare. <laughs> yeah. Because once you right. get to know a person's background, we start to change. You feel yeah. You start to change our perspectives about them because our background don't align with our background. We don't believe the same shit. We don't do the same shit. So we start to distance ourselves. So well, and that's our background I that got us to who saying. we are today. And Bree, we are super, super fucked up people. We are super fucked up people. We've been through some shit. We got a lot of work to go, and we can't have a mindset like that. Yep. That's a that's a narrow mindset. I proved I truly understand your point, and I was with you. And I was like, damn. I was like, I'm, and I was saying to myself, I'm pretty sure that has happened over time. I'm pretty sure a black guy died by the hands of the police that was dating a white girl. I'm pretty sure it has happened. But we still gotta fucking stand up for him because he's black. He's black. So what? I don't give a fuck if that nigga went to prison fifteen times. I don't give a fuck if he was wrong. There is no reason for us to die in that situation. There is don't. due process of the law, and the due process was violated by someone's action that was unlawful. We would have never known about his background if that situation wouldn't have happened, and then it would have just been a nigga that we don't fuck with because he don't fuck with white, with black people or with black women. You wouldn't have had to worry about him. But it was he was taken off this earth unjustly. That's what we're fighting for. Fuck his background. But I understand. And like I said, we have we have. I know somebody who who says they don't fuck with black chicks. And I had to ask him. I was like, Yo, why do you keep saying that, bro? You black. And he told me his story. And I was like, Yeah, but you gotta you gotta grow past that. I was like, you, I was like, Not all black women are bad. I was like, I was like, It's just the ones you keep. <clears throat> are bad. I was like, you just make terrible choices, bro. You know what I'm saying? I was like, you got to make better choices and you got to learn where you were at fault in this too. 
Ain't nobody in no fucking story by themselves. It's always multiple parties in a story. And you have to take fault in that story. So, And I'm going to speak from being stuck in the middle. I could be white on one side and black on the other. But either side, if I have a chip on my shoulder, it's going to repel people from me. So what I do see, I see it in all different shades of color, is there are certain circles of both men and women based off of certain forefront issues that carry a chip on their shoulder and it's obvious. And so I don't think at that point it's necessarily the skin color. It's like you said, it's the energy. People sense when you have a chip on your shoulder, they're probably not gonna fuck with you too much. I don't know if that has to do with colorism too much or anything like that. I just feel like the energy change between the air of the personality of mm -hmm. women versus darker skinned women. So I got a question for you, Bree. How are we going to solve this? How are we going to get, how are we going to come up with a solution to colorism? What, are, what, what is, do you have a solution or an idea, you know? Do, you know what I'm saying? Since you know this is small. something near and dear to your heart, very, very, very small. And I know it's it's like what what is that? Say hi. Yes, that's not small. That's huge. Okay. I, and and the reason I say this, and this is me owning, because I'm never on a oh light skin, light skin. They're mean. They're jealous. They're they're, they're, they're. no. That this is my end on it is as a cliche owning up to one of the number one cliches about dark skin women. Your face is fucked up. Like you are very hard on the eyes. You're not all cheesy, smiley. Bigger. You are by nature a hard, dark-skinned female who has this warrior face that is not very approachable. High cheekbones. Full you feel me? Like I understand that. So in a way, brown. if you don't make yourself like, I think um, I I apologize. Um, what's your name? Nikki? Yes. Like Nikki said, you have to make yourself approachable, one, and receptive. You know what I mean? So just saying hi. That's, if we don't say hi, black folks, you, how many black people you just on a regular day? Hi, how you doing? That's, it blows right. my mind. It, I, it right. blows my mind. But that's, that's just a, yeah, that's, yeah. That's an easy that's, practical application solution that everybody can apply without any risk to themselves for danger. <laughs> that's amazing. Cool. So we gotta have a now, now we gotta have a say hi challenge, huh, Bree? What's up, man? Okay. Hashtag that shit quick. All right, all right. Use bigger Make a friend. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I ain't got, you know, I'm I'm very sociable, and I've always I'm I'm the type of person when I'm walking down the street, I'm looking for eye contact because we're crossing one another's path. You and know? you know that if people are making contact with you just by the way they say hello, that you know that's a friend of me, or you know what I mean? Like you know where to gauge that person yeah, just by their hello. And I say friend of me because at that moment it's like you know the next step will tell you what path you're on. Yeah. So yeah, it's just taking that first step though, so you can determine what where you're at with it. A lot of people won't even say the hello though. So that is crazy huge. It's like, if you don't take the first step, no other solution that we try to do is gonna do anything. Because going back to what you're saying, because I have had experiences with black women and my experiences are good. Like, I don't, I don't see what you're saying when I see 
a, a darker black woman's face. I, what I see, um, I, I nostalgic, nostalgically smell the meals that they were cooking when I've been in their presence, the loud laughter, the bantering back and forth, the older women telling the younger girls, get your shit together, the older women yelling at the men, boy, pull your bridges up. And you know, that's what it brings it all back to because that is the culture. But people won't know those feelings that I know what it feels like if they don't put themselves in those situations to experience it themselves. It's not all trap houses out there in the hood. <coughs> and even the trap houses, I've been in those too. I have some of the best memories as a teenager freaking with my hood friends. They're not all bad people. They just be, they're in bad situations and they're surviving the best that they can and they will not get killed first. That is all there is to it. And then there's that, you've got that other, you know, part that they are trying to prove their loyalty. So they do extreme things because they have extreme circumstances and it's a do or die situation for them. So, you know, that's the hood. But I'm shoot, I'm off topic because that doesn't even have nothing to do with color because you've got, you got the hoods there in every color of the rainbow hmm. and their own stories. Where you don't have that is in the Rockefeller's house, but I'm telling you, they got their own stories of their issues too. That's probably really dark and twisted in some areas. Yeah, now, now you're talking my language. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the, I'm talking about the bloodline where that gene has come from somewhere where we don't know where it originates. Right. That means it was created intentionally for a purpose. Uh, so when, so I just want to define that's racism. When you have the whole world against this one bloodline that is intentionally taking action progressively to take over the world. That's that's that race versus the rest of the races. There is actual two races in the world. So that's that. Colorism is everybody that doesn't have that gene is a different shade of the lightest color to the darkest skin. Okay. All right. So Chris is really just a lighter version of my my skin color. Mm -hmm. So is Maureen. So and Maureen Tabri. So, Maureen is just as colored to the Aryan Brotherhood as all of us. So it's safe to say that we all experience colorism, but we just all experience it from a different perspective based on mm -hmm. one our color and our demographic background and our location. I might agree with Keys, and this is a major Keys alert. Because <laughs> so, Chris came in saying, you know, colorism was Hollywood, such and such and such and such. And, 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 and Maureen was agreeing with the redheads and so on and so forth. And mm -hmm. I was like, damn, that's cool. And we came in with a total different perspective. So, but we all experience colorism. And I'll be honest. I think as a white male, I probably experience, experience at the very least. I think if I'm just being honest. Right. Um, I think I think a, bla that, a black woman, a black woman probably would get it the worst. Yes, and a, I and agree. A, and, a, and a black man is like, you don't know who your friends are because you're not dark yeah. enough for your brothers and you're not white enough for white people. And so it's like, you got no home. Chris, Chris someone like me, Chris, and you don't have an experience, really experienced it, you know? Chris, I'm going to tell you, um, like, 
the one I mean, not excluding my my friends that I went to high school with, I'm good with everybody, my whole class. My my 99 class class of 99, I'm cool with everybody. But outside like close friends, like everyone um has to have me in the back. So it's like like when you just said that that brought me in the, you know, I try so hard, you know what I'm saying? It's like I overtry just, you know, to prove my loyalty, but it's like people take advantage of good hearts. You know what I'm saying? It's like a, like I'm a, like I'm a come up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like what are you gonna know. do with your color? <clears throat> That's just because people take advantage of you. Anybody gonna take advantage of you without regardless of the color? Always, they always be darker than me though. But that's just, that's just coincidence. I know, I know. That's why I apologize early <laughs> in the show. People misassociate stuff. Oh, baby, I just needed to tell my story. <laughs> right, Bree? I never have to talk about <laughs> what I saw. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know you were talking. No, you're sorry. Sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, I feel like if you can tap into like that as far as who's talking to who or who gets play. I feel like because I actually migrated to Texas, my mom was in the military, but I feel like to me, colorism became a more of an issue when I did move further down south. I'm coming from North Carolina, New York area on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. So it's not an issue for me to throw my head in a face. You know what I mean? No hair at all, dreads, braids, locks, natural styles where my natural people hair is celebrated versus you moving down further south and it's just a badass and some bundles. Like, I'm going to just throw it out there. You know what I mean? It's, I, I and the feel further like, west you go, they want to see movie star status. All see, that I can't tap into it. I'm just saying going from the east coast of north down south is Definitely, definitely different. It's definitely different as far as colorism. Where I would be a shaka brother who'd be like, you know, light skin or dark skin. Like, well, I understand. That. I love your pools playing with you. So I like the nappy roots, and I can feel more of myself. I don't feel like I have to wear the the long weave or be done up or whatever. You know what I mean? I could just be, and I could sit next to the chair with you and get chopped up, and he sees me for me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. That's just me as far as a geographical point of stand. You know what I and mean? You, and you know, just me knowing her taste, just knowing her, um, like, I can see that she practices no colorism when it comes to men. She has, you know, she finds men dark skin, light skin, light skin, dreadheads, dark skin, dreadheads, you know, bald headed lights. She finds them all attractive. So I get it when she feels like the black men are not even even like giving certain women a look because of the color of their skin. And of course, it's always preference and always leads back to the physical, everyone's what everyone's attracted to. But when it comes down to it, um, it's all about what people people are made of. And, and that was number energy. two then he asked he's as he did he said well, how can we stop it saying hi that was the number one just you know what i mean voicing it hey how you doing and she, she could have a chip too just see what she's talking about but we gotta stop we really gotta stop throwing the baby with the bathtub out before you actually get try to get I understand you just looking at somebody from an eye perspective, but try a different eye. You gotta try a different eye, like so seriously. You cannot keep on saying 
black women ain't shit. I love Latinos and putting different culture of black women in a box because of just what you're looking at first. That's right. So, so the other thing I was trying to talk about with what had happened with karma, which we never addressed, which was a big thing that, that I caught was that um, like that was his identity that was being like molested and stripped from him by mm -hmm. men. So men that he respected, that's why he, there was pain. I felt that pain. Men that he respected and looked up to, wanted to be like, wanted to run with, gain confirmation by, right. were the ones that were tearing him down from the very thing that he's supposed to be built up into. And he has struggled. So as a result, that's a wound that he has had to heal from and put work into because someone else had a problem with the color of his skin. And you know what? And like I said, I thought for a moment that he was joking and it's probably been how he's been coping with it all through these years, um, making it come out as if it's a joking matter, not really bothering him. So at first when I was just listening to him, because I was listening, I wasn't looking at him. Um, I was giggling and laughing, thinking he was being funny. And then when I actually looked at him, I was like, he's crying. And <laughs> I mean, I could see that his nose was getting a little bit red and I was like, he's crying. I'm sorry. I didn't know how to interject, but I was like, that was a real moment where something that has been following him is a direct example of colorism and how he's dealt with it or lack of dealing with it over the years. So that just came out raw and uncut. And like I said, it caught right. off guard. And, you know, as his co-host, I should be better in tuning up. I'm sorry, Keith, that I was like over here talking about it. I, I, I was, it was unexpected. I, like, girl. Yeah, I immediately it, recognized that you were you were somewhere else. And I even told Bree, I said, he's crying. She said, no, he's not. I said, yes, he is. And within moments, we, she realized, yeah, you were. And I, like I said, the, the thing about it is we are all discriminated against amongst our own people for one thing or the other. You're right. I mean, there is something you, you can see a woman of dark complexion that has good hair because her family lineage has good hair and, you know, it's her natural good hair. And even then, a, a dark skinned woman is still going to hate on her. You know, it's, it's all about the aesthetics. It's what people see. It's what people view as appealing to them. Um, and they're missing a whole lot when it comes down to getting someone getting to know someone and tapping into their actual existence and their spirit mm -hmm. chris yeah i had a question for maureen outside of you know elementary school high school when you got older because i know kids can be just ruthless and nasty to people that are different did you did you find that the discrimination with you being light-skinned and red-haired continue later into life or do you feel feel like it a lot of your experience got better after you got out of, you know, a school setting. My experiences did get better outside of a school setting. I grew up in a small conservative rural town. So I got out of there as soon as I graduated. So yeah, I would say my experiences have uh, improved since I've been getting older and out in the world. And not only that, Maureen, like for me, I've always been a fan of Disney. I mean, I love, you guys are uniquely beautiful. Like the, 
the combination of your eyes and your hair, the freckles, and you can have that brown, red hair, the ginger hair, the different tones. You're, you all are uniquely beautiful to me. And I just, every time I see a redheaded girl feeling some kind of way about her red hair, I was like, do you know there's bitches paying like hundreds of <laughs> thousands of dollars to get that hair? Got naturally, do you know they in they in the shop getting it wrong, paying yeah. for that color hair, and you got that naturally. You're uniquely beautiful in your own way, and and you know, when I think about it, discrimination and prejudice to me begets a little bit of um, jealousy. You know, I find yeah. there could yeah. be a little bit of jealousy mixed in there to have someone you know, discriminate against you, be prejudiced against you, just have any judgment against you. You know what I mean? There's a little bit of jealousy in there. So your own kind of beautiful. I believe in that. So um, we're going to get into the asshole of the hour. Drum roll, um, please. Well, I was checking the comments, too. You got them? So... How do you say what her name? It? It's Gretchel Ibanez. Iban uh -huh. She said about Chris, I thought he's sleeping. That's so freaking fire. That's so <laughs> Should be sleeping. I got work, Shout man. Shout out, Gretchel. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy Rogers uh, Curtis said, sup, y'all. Carmen okay, said, hey, lady. Tanisha said, hey, Wendy. Tanisha said, colorism is a result of racism. And then she said, I've always had a strong circle. My mother told me all the time how beautiful I was. My father, too, when it when it came to what society had to say, I wasn't as affected because I was taught to believe I was an attractive girl. My brown skin was praised in my house growing up. It's up to us to embrace self-love. Amen. And you know what you all get this. OK, because you guys know I love Beyonce and Jay-Z and oh, my goodness. So. Little Miss Blue Ivy is actually narrating a book. I believe it's called Hair Love. How cute. And in this book, she's talking about, you know, her daddy tells her her hair is beautiful and that makes her proud. Like it takes it takes being told and it's, it's not about the man as a woman, it's about the man as a child that a woman a girl grows up to understand the appreciation and for her father to, to remind her daily that you're beautiful, your hair is beautiful. She's able to know what to expect from a man coming up, but she's narrating, she's reading that book with her beautiful little voice she is. And I can't wait to that comes down. What's that? What's up, Brie? Speaking from a very, um, I, I'm an advocate for well, girls who didn't grow up in a household whose their father told them they were beautiful. Let's just go ahead and tap in. What do you do with Black girls? Because obviously there's a lot of Black dark-skinned females who grow up in broken homes, um, homes without a father or homes with fathers who actually disrespect their mothers. So what do you do with those girls? You can say fuck it and leave it for them to build on their own later on. I think no, that no. alpha males, I think that alpha males and alpha females who know who they are and have studied the history and know what they're speaking about experientially should be taking people in their arms and speaking life to them and telling them what they're worth and seeing them for who they truly are and take those positions where people are absent doing that. 
there's only yeah there's only a few uh, I mean because America we're in we're in a time frame where you mm-hmm. those girls being left okay. off because okay. girls, again we're in a society where media Yep. Yep. Uh, you have these sexual men. We're not going to say just black men, just men. Period. Who who per, who stir the pot? They're fighting against more than just to, to go find those advocates who have like me. But it's all about a symbol. Right. People hit the share button on this live. Like how many people watching this live have hit the share button? Are we not giving? Are we not putting out information of value that it should not be shared to the people that you know to get the message out? So it starts with things like that. You know, we can sit and be peeping toms or we can be engaged and participate in the message and get it out. Because there are a lot of people who are talking the talk, walking the walk, preaching the truth and are loving people and ushering in peace and unity. There are a lot of people working their life effort into making this world a better place. And we need to start coming alongside those people and supporting them and sharing their information. They are giving their blood, sweat, and tears so that our future generations, my children, have a better world to live in. So we need to be awake and aware and hit the share button when we have good information and content to share. Mm -hmm. Make this shit viral, but we'll share a music video that dropped like 10 seconds ago and it's got a million views because it's Chris Brown. Well, check this out to build off of what Nikki was saying. You said, "How do we do it? We got to change how we, how we, how we teach the kids because they've changed how they learn." You feel mm-hmm. me? So yeah. now we got to hold Nicki Minaj, whoever, any anybody who's putting out content that is not positive or form fitting to That's our whack, narrative. Not just like the, the LGBTQ, just like the LGBTQ got control of their shit. Like you ain't doing nothing without you, without okay. paying for what the fuck you say to offend them. And okay. we can do the same. Um, we can do the have, same. Look, you, we gotta, all got, you, you all got away from what she right. was saying. Well, she was I thought saying, she, what about? Yes, and I was saying. The assholes of the hour the is change. everybody not hitting the share button. That's the assholes of the hour. And then mm. you know, right there, that part. keep it fucking that's real. Part. If you want to deal with me, deal with the real me. You're gonna know I'm not I'm not gonna pull no punches. That's right. the answer. Uh, I'm not sitting here putting out a fucking uh, video for it to just sit here and not do nothing. Uh, Come on, that man. Motherfucker. Wake up. Get it I'm out. Man. That's me. That's what I am. I don't know what you're about. Everybody share everybody. That's the love. Spread that love. Share everybody's stuff. That because it's I'm trying to make this world a better place for my kids. I'm selfish as fuck. Yeah. I practice that right now. If I see something, I'm sharing it. I share, I'm share, 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 share. I'm gonna fuck. I'll put your shit on my story. You know what I'm saying? Share. You're now, you you have a free post limit per day. I'm, I'm taking I'm taking you. I, I listen. I listen to you, Mocha. I did, and I only been posting my memories. I, and I, I probably post like three. No, no, like, no. like a, but my memories got a ride. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm scuba diving in the deep end. With the- <laughs> I'm about to set that motherfucker down in a minute. One, one, one of these days, this is going to be like... <laughs> you full of shit. You full of shit. What were you saying, Bree? You were saying something, Bree? I heard you say something. I heard you earlier when you was like, we got to start holding artists for their words. It's not just their words. No, I, actually, I actually just put... I pay attention to video videotography. Everything. I'm talking about... I mean, yeah, holding them accountable. Yeah holding them accountable and, right. and going back to when when I was a child if it was on the radio 
it was it was okay. Right, no, I got, I got, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't let. Only just the words and what they saying, saying in the lyrics. Sometimes us, I know, I yeah, it's visual. We, yeah. we listen to some of the stuff that we not supposed to just because of the beat. I can cancel out. I, I understand that, but that's but you can't cancel out the words. But you if cannot, you understand the you cannot, psyche and how the psyche works, your subconscious hears those yeah. words. You, you can't cancel out those words. Right, yeah. but in a sense, you're still looking at. How many, okay, times so, seen, how many times have you seen a Burna Boy or a Common video where those artists are actually glorifying and giving dark-skinned women a chance to be in the video, period, versus you actually looking at a DJ Khaled or a future video where he's only paying homage to born beautiful women of lighter uh, skin color. You have to pay attention to that. And then it just coincides with, with the same thing as the, that's coming out of the rapper's mouth. Common don't be talking about bitches and hoes. I'm not saying he doesn't cuss. I'm saying you will never have, hear him in the verbiage or speak in the light of a woman the way Future does. So what he speaks is what he's actually going to give you visually as well. Burna Boy, I'm proud of how many dark-skinned women you can see in one video from him alone. So it's not just holding a man accountable for what he says. It's holding him accountable for what he says and what he's perceiving to you at the eye. Because, I mean, everything is visual and audible. So I'm it's talking about overall. When I say holding people accountable, we got to hold, we got we almost got to do a Bill Cosby thing. When he built the Bill, the Cosby show, he had a, he had a panel. He had, he had doctors. He had um, a psychologist. He had a whole bunch of people to make sure that he was not going to give a neck ever ever perceive the black people in a negative light in any form or fashion and that's what he did and we at the end of the day as a people have to take control of our shit this is our music but we don't have no control of the radio stations that is played upon we just have to slowly but surely take control of things and put rules and regulations into place. Everybody else do. The mob, you know what I'm saying? Every organization has rules and regulations. And we just have to start doing that. We can't let just any and everything be on the radio. If you want to have that content, you have to buy it. Like I did when I was a kid. I, I didn't hear those songs on the radio. I, had to I don't even know if they out. still have the parent advisory label they, anymore. They I don't even do. know. If, oh. They still do, but but it don't mean nothing because the shit is on the radio. Like, what, right. you know, so I, I know it's a lot more. I know it's a fucking And you can't really even do parent advisory more. anyways because TikTok doesn't monitor that kind of stuff anymore. <laughs> shit, I've heard about some of the shit on TikTok and I'm like, damn. And see, right. that's damn. where- Who, Who's that's censoring where, that for the 13 year olds? And that's where once again, we can go get to our, our governors, you know what I'm saying, our mayors, and then to who this, this Biden motherfucker and tell him to set up regulations. You want to regulate everything else? You want to regulate everything else. You're supposed to work for us. Let's let's get these regulations going because they are harmful. They are harmful, and that's all. That's the whole point. If it's harmful, it should be taken down, or it should be controlled, or moderated, or something. But let's yeah. we just gotta take control. Like I remember when people always used to say Biggie and um, um like Biggie and um Tupac would be the rap police if they were still alive. Like a lot of this content wouldn't make it into existence because just yep, it's bullshit. I, I don't <laughs> I think so. I just really speaking my language. Huh? I'm talking about the same man that that helped fuel Lil Kim 
uh, not see herself as a beautiful black woman. Made her bleach herself to be light like that. Let's not let's not Who hold that? that much of a time. That's not let's not I hold didn't see that movie. That's I'm not that's holding them as a pun. I'm talking about just as, I'm just talking, I'm talking about, about the, the scale. Just, I'm talking about the scale. <laughs> man, there's some bullshit out here. No, no, I'm a, I, tell me when tell me when it's my turn. I'll let y'all talk. All right. Asshole of the hour. Go ahead, Bree. What was you saying? People rap police. You hope. Well, okay. So okay, well, take take them away. Okay, take take okay. That's, I, I don't know nothing about that shit. I don't know nothing about that. I don't know nothing about that. So okay. I'm hearing a real so, common theme going on right here. Go ahead, Chris. I think there's a common theme going on here that if kids are not getting the message that they need from a strong mother or father figure or their actual paternal parents, they're gonna go to the next best thing and that's whatever they see on TV. And I think exactly. you're never yep. gonna you're never yes. gonna fix yes. that. And that's why I think it is so important that that children if they if they were broke you know raised in a abusive home or broken home that somebody sees them and, and latches yes. onto them and yes. loves them and nurtures them so because if they don't hear it from you they're never going to hear it they're going to hear uh -huh. that they're going to they're going to learn a fucking stanky leg on tv and that's going to be their worldview yeah that's good shit that's beautiful as far as that big and pop uh, uh, comment, no, don't worry about that. Yeah, no, okay, because no, listen, no. MJ, you're gonna put it out for some kid to hear. So, what is it that you're gonna put out that's beneficial for the next child that's gonna see this video to hear? Because I just asked a ton of people to share this video. So now, what are you gonna say for that child to hear? Okay, I'm talking about authentic good music, um, authentic hip hop, with what's being put out here and the lyrical content that's been put into the uh, uh, the music these days compared to what was being put in the 90s. The 90s had a message to it. That's why it was hip hop. It was like about getting through the struggle. It was about being better um, as a person. Now it's it's foolishness. And that, it's to cut the foolishness out. That's what I want to say is, you know, say something. If you go, if you go, if you got a, 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 a gift or a talent, use it and say something and do something with it. Not, not to judge, but you got a gift for a reason. That's all I'm saying. And, and, and Big and Pac had that gift. So yeah, they will be the police because they were talented and they were gifted, not because of, of, of who they were or what happened or their life, um, but because of their gifts. And they use their gifts for authentic, great, timeless music. And these are just fads. These songs are just fads. To me, in my opinion, and that's all they I got. They were gatekeepers to protect the music, and they both got taken out. Their lives yeah. were taken because they were gatekeepers to music that had a message of hope yeah. and a future and fighting back. That part. And you like know. I said, Bree, you could just take those. You could take those names I said out. We still need somebody to say what's acceptable and what's not on our behalf. Okay. We got we got mayors. We got we got governors. We got a fucking president. Why can't we make our own? tier to keep things in order in our society you feel me everybody else has that and if they don't they have it in some form of fashion whether it's taught in the house you know what i'm saying because you got to understand we all go to school together but we don't all end up in the same place so something is different you know what i'm saying so they're teaching something in the house so that we're not getting or something so we got to figure it out and, and we got to figure it out from a new age perspective you know and saying? it's not color too. That's the problem. Where we put our focus and our energy is what manifests as the problem in front of us to deal with. So 
If we keep focusing on color, then color is going to continue to be an issue until we learn how to deal with it until the resolve comes. So the only way to find a resolve is to start focusing on the other side of color and what the solution is. So let's talk about Kurt Cobain for a second. He wasn't putting out trash rap. He was white and got taken out. Cobain. Yeah, I first Cobain. And you listen to his music and it was legendary. He was saying something. However he went out is how he went out. But regardless to say, his life got dense and heavy enough on him that he's out now. So that's a testament to the power of the words that you put out there. Right. How it will come back to you by whoever, how they, however they take your, your message. It's not about color. We got to get over that it's shit. Okay. It's, so it's, so it's really, it's so it's not. not even about it. It's about your own heart issues, how you've been wounded. And now what are you going to do to take back your power, grow and become a whole person and then love the next person who's wounded and leave no man behind. Amen. When do we stand up, oh, rise up and fight for unity and fight for peace and fight for true justice and fight for love? When do we do that and stop debating the bullshit? Right. Because it's a tired conversation. It's not bringing solutions. Fuck them problems. Just solutions. And I can stand there and say that on the white side and the black side. Why? Because I'm split right down the motherfucking middle. So I'm talking to the white and black people. And I'm also mm -hmm. talking to the Mexican people because my kids are Mexican. Mm. Okay. I'm also talking to the Italians because I'm also Italian. I'm also Greek. I'm also Cherokee. I'm talking to the natives. I'm talking to the Asians because I know y'all motherfuckers are smart. You get it. That's why you don't give a fuck about race. They don't. We right, not, not give more fuck about the Asian race than they do. I represent all nations, colors, and They're creeds. like, y'all can keep talking that talk. We're just going to keep making money. <laughs> While we're over here arguing over bullshit. Looking like fools. Well, like I said, that's why we're going to start by saying hi. You know what I'm saying? We're going to start by saying hi and then breaking down these barriers, you know, and implementing the next step and so on and so forth. You know, I definitely want somebody to go out here that's on this panel and start to say hi challenge, you know, and we got to let them know why. We got to let them know why. It ain't no just no fucking, it ain't no just hashtag. I'll it's start the, I'll shit. start the challenge or Brie can start the challenge. It was her idea, but either way, I will support it 100%. So, yeah, so I will be friends with yeah. you on Facebook. I will share the challenge. I will follow the challenge immediately. My, I'm, I'm going to start the challenge because it was okay. my challenge. So I will take ownership of that. So I'm going to start and hi, my name is Bree. Um, government name is Brittany, but I have an issue with that because there are so many of them out, out here in this world. Tons of Britneys, you feel me? So uh, I extended and took the A-T-A-N-Y off of it. With that being said, if this video is to be shared, I will want the message to all dark-skinned Black little girls who feel like they're not beautiful or your father didn't tell you that you were beautiful, you you know what I mean? Or you grew up in a household where, you know what I mean? It, it just wasn't, it wasn't all peaches and cream. You know what I mean? Everybody doesn't get that luxury. So I speak for those little black girls who weren't told that you were beautiful and just know that you are. That's right. It doesn't matter, you know what I mean? You, you are. You are. And you know what? And that's what I said. We got away from it. I tried to pull it back, but I lost We are. We're getting away from it. Uh, like I she said, said it. You can't you guys use little girls like listen, that all and just say, oh, where we you just gotta let them build off of that later on. 
There, how many, how many, uh, how many voices? How many people do they got to seek out for help like that? What do you want? What are you going to tell them? Go to their local YMCA. Come on now, I was that little girl. Go to your local YMCA and have what? A pretty little light-skinned girl behind a desk with her little degree tell me about the lifestyle that I grew up in, watching watching a black male disrespect my black mother. So I didn't grow. What, what you gonna say? You didn't come from that. Right. So how are you gonna speak from those shoes? I just told you my story of a lady who was darker yeah. than me who took 24 inches of my hair. Your hair, your hair, your hair. I, I can go bald headed. I can go bald headed. This is what I'm telling you. Your hair is nothing. That ties back to again superficial. I was a was black person who gave her head. That is nothing. Okay. Do that challenge though. Take and strip yourself. Take the chip strip off yourself. Your hair. That's what okay. you you strip it from. Black women, black Asian women, they cut their hair for their religion and offer it for black women to stitch it to their hair because they don't seem beautiful. Don't you see that? That's a small figment to tie back into colorism. Oh, she was jealous of me, so she cut my hair? Your hair. Do you know how many times dark-skinned black women have went through transitions of shaving their full ball head without having to be cancer diagnosed? going through these emotions mentally that ties back to their hair because it's not straight enough, because it's not curly enough. Don't you dare tie that back to, I'm not disrespecting it, but it's more than just your hair. Don't tell me that. We have stripped ourselves. You see Mocha over here with a bald head and black dark-skinned men and light-skinned men will judge her based off of what they see on the outside. It is still about colorism. If you're not speaking up against it or you're that you're not that male perceived, start speaking up against it. Stop saying, I don't see it. I don't see it because it's not you. You have to start looking out for people who do go through that. Your hair, she cut your hair because she was jealous. Something that can be grown back again. Calm down now. No need to yell. We're all here for the same reason. You want the same resolution. I just want a solution. And I, I said it when I posted this, y'all. Um, this would be a sensitive, a very sensitive topic for us to bring up. And we never have the answers and we never know what the reaction is that we're going to get from either side, you know, anybody's um, uh, perspective that comes out and how they get passionate about it. Um, it, is, it is a deep, it's a deep discussion that needed to be had. Um, thank you all for coming here and, and opening up and talking about your experiences. I still wanna get back to what Brittany was saying what about the little black girl that didn't have that father to tell her that she was beautiful? No, no way that I can even form my mouth to say that I understand. Because the only thing that I understand is that the first man that I fell in love with was my father. And my search and my destiny for that man, for me, 
was always to be with someone that was like my father. He loves my mother and has been paired with her for 55 and a half years. And so I can't speak on what that little girl that didn't have a father felt like because I've had mine all my life. I can only imagine the pain of all of that. So um, we just, we just like I said, we like to have these conversations. Um, Nikki, I hope you don't feel attacked in any way. You know. no, I don't get attacked, but I will also speak out for Gabriel. He was a young Mexican boy that was murdered by his girlfriend, his, um, his mother and his mother's boyfriend. They tortured him. He was Mexican and he was a little boy. Um, I'm also going to speak out for John Bonet Ramsey, who yes. was murdered as a child, and she was a rich little white girl. And I will not stand here. My character will not allow me to stand here and not put my heart out there on the line for every child who is without proper guidance and protection and provision, Amen. period. I will not stand here and be stuck in color anymore. I won't. So no, it's not an attack. It's me controlling my anger for ignorance. That's what I'm doing right now. Because I'm already on to the next. I'm not going to see her stuck in stagnation. This is a tired conversation, like I said before. And if I sound like I'm attacking, yeah, I'm coming out. I'm coming with war in my mouth for anything that does not line up with my truth of unity and peace and love. Yeah. So you guys, we are going to wrap this up. As you know, Keith got to get to gardening and, and things. <laughs> gardening. Yes, he's got to get to his things. I want to interrupt that. Thank you, Maureen. Chris. Nice to meet you, Chris. Thank you, Thank you, Maureen. Thank you for, Thank you for the discussion. Thank you. Namaste. I love you, Karma. Thank you, Bree. Love you guys. Bye. Appreciate you guys coming out. Thank Bree, you, Chris, you're still Bree, I still love you. Thank you for coming out, Bree. You're awesome. Bye. Thank you for having me, Keith. Yep. <laughs> See you, buddy. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Where did MJ go? I don't know. You know his phone always dying. He ain't got no juice in his phone. Major juice ain't never got no juice. Oh, my God. Go ahead and um, end your live. Thank you. Uh -huh. If I don't find a man soon, y'all, I got to find my soulmate to release my tension to because it's about to come out, out in public in a bad way, guys. I said that live. Put me accountable to find my soulmate. It's necessary for the safe, safety of the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just close this out. Steve, and listen, that's exactly why we don't want no woman as president because y'all get built. Y'all. Y'all build up is different than ours. Y'all build up is different True than statement. ours. True statement. True statement. Y'all are burning a house down. Man. <laughs> Man, I'll take a whole freaking meteoroid to this motherfucker. Start over. Right, you all. Thank you. It's been fun. <laughs> so, another edition of the Conscious Corner. Our discussion tonight was about colorism. I told you that was going to be a good one. It was off the chain. And um. Looking for more suggestions and topics, program content, hit us up on Thank Facebook. You. Thank you for or, all our watchers. Uh, you can send any questions, comments, suggestions, complaints, any personal matters to our email address, consciouscornerpc at gmail.com. Thank you all. Have a good night.
Like. <laughs> All right. So, um, you going to stop your recording now, or how does this work? Uh, stop your Facebook Live first. Okay. Got it. I'll stop that. All right. Hold on. And then. All right. You stopped on your end, right?